0: I just wanted to take a quick moment to talk to you guys about Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that allows you to trade stocks and ETFs without any fees. That is why I'm excited to share with you a special offer from Robinhood. By clicking on the link in the show notes, you will get a free stock such as Ford, Apple, or Facebook from Robinhood just by signing up today. What's up, guys? This is Corey, and welcome to the next episode of the Stretch 4 Podcast. So we got all the games. I mean, we got the feast. We got oops, we got lunch, after lunch, dessert. Then we got some dinner. Then we got after dinner, dessert. Then we had a cocktail at the end. I mean, we got everything last night. So let's go through these games and talk about what we saw what things impressed us? What things we're not impressed with? And just you know, let's just go through them, you know, because I I would have to say we got a couple games that were really I mean that you just you you that's the NBA at its best, and you got a couple meh. So let's start, and I know everybody wants to talk about LeBron and his injury. We'll get to that, but let's start with. The first game of the night, the Lakers versus the Bucks. The Lakers, not the Lakers versus the Bucks. The Knicks versus the Bucks. Um, I got to be real. I watched this game through. Um, the Knicks seem to play the Bucks really hard, um, but one thing that came really became really evident to me is that the Bucks have a ton. of of long, linky guys that can both pl- defend and shoot threes, and it's just, they. It, I gotta say, they have all the recipes for a title contender. I am not at the point that I would pick them to represent the East, but there is a lot that they do that I am a huge fan of, and I just think that they are going to be tough for anybody who tries to, um, in a seven-game series. I mean, I, I just that's the big thing. Um, I think if we were talking about the league a number of years ago, where you had that first-round five-game series, maybe somebody could get them. But in a seven-game series, I just don't see anybody mess with the Bucks. But to give Knicks fans something, the Knicks look like they are positioned to be a good to great team. If they can get a star this offseason, um Prazingis comes back and they have a high draft pick. It looks like the chips are falling, they got some competent people at the top. So it looks like they're going to they're they're poised to make a run. So let's get into this second game. Um, OKC Houston. I gotta be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of. I'm only a fan of one guy on the combined rosters of these two teams, and that's Paul George. And I think just because Paul George literally makes basketball look easy, um, he has such a smoothness to his game that I just have always appreciated, and his defense is just incredible. Um, I'm not a huge Westbrook fan. I'm not a Harden fan at all. Um, And I see stuff and, and like, Everybody got excited at Harden dropped 41, but see, the first thing I look at when I see this is Harden shot 15 for 35. I mean, come on, man. Um, Now, Westbrook wasn't much better. He shot at a 40% clip at 10, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, Paul George was 10 for 25, but 35 shots, golly. I mean, um, I like Capella's doing his thing. He got 23 boards, but... I just I looked at that game early and I saw a whole I saw two guys going at each other, George and Westbrook. I mean not George and Westbrook, Harden and Westbrook, kind of tick for tat. And I just I really don't like their game and they don't they don't show bat like they don't display basketball the way that I've come to appreciate it. Um, They're not efficient players and I think that guys like. Guys like um, Westbrook and Harden will never lead their teams to championships, and I say that because growing up as a Sixers fan, we had Allen Iverson, and I love Allen Iverson, but it it was clear to me very early that Allen Iverson, not being an efficient player, that he was never going to name is going to a championship. Um and I think the same is going to be true for Harden and Westbrook. We'll see, but that's just my thoughts on it. Um, going to the five thirty game, Sixers Celtics. I said this before. I I said that I didn't feel that the Sixers had the depth um, to um, beat the Celtics. But also, the thing that I don't see is there's a few things. Um. Joel Embiid is a powerhouse on the scoring end. But there's two stats that I think are horrible about Joel Embiid's game. A, he had zero offensive rebounds, which is criminal for a guy that big. He, he did end the game with 16 total rebounds, but he had zero on the offensive end, which are vital if you're going to keep your team alive and being able to um, compete. And the other thing that I don't like about Embiid's game is the fact that he is he doesn't get credited with a lot of turnovers. However, he's responsible for a lot of turnovers. And what I mean by that is and, I, and actually in this game, he actually got credited with six. But what I mean by that is a lot of the turnovers that Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, and some of these other guys get are really Joel and B turnovers because he can't handle the ball. And I don't know what's going on. I don't, I gotta be honest with you, I've never really looked into like his early scouting report as to the softness of his hands or whatever. But I just look at that and it's just it's so frustrating. I will say it again and again and again the best lineup that the Sixers can put out there would be to start T.J. McConnell at your point guard and put Ben Simmons as your four. Um, you can still give guys like Wilson Chandler and Muscala minutes and you can rotate those guys in and out, but there is a certain settled-down aspect of T.J. McConnell's game that you need that those other guys aren't uh, can't bring. I mean, time... Um, I look at and he's a plus player. I mean time after time I look at Ben. I mean um, TJ McConnell's plus minus and he's a plus player and it lets you know that when he comes on the when he's on the court he pushes with a sense of urgency but he makes good basketball decisions. Um, and I know TJ McConnell's not a 10 15 million dollar a year player but he does what he does he has a consistent hustle to his game and I really think that If you put him as the starting point guard, force Ben to the four, then I think that that will help. And then when McConnell comes out, checks out the game, Ben can slide down to the one. I think what they're doing now is they're doing the opposite, where Ben's in the game. He starts his point guard. Then when McConnell comes in for his short spurts, Ben switches to four. I think that needs to be reversed. Um, But I don't want to... Stop short of talking to about the um, Celtics. Kyrie Irving had a game, and see here's where I'll say the difference between Kyrie Irving and James Harden yesterday. Kyrie Irving had forty points, ten rebounds yesterday. He had um, he took thirty three shots, but he was seventeen for thirty three. So he was shooting over 50%. So that's the, that's what you want, a guy who's shooting over 50%. You want him taking more shots. Um, the one stat that I always look at with Kyrie Irving and I, I would love to see improve is I would love to see his stat, his assist numbers go up. His assist number, he only had three assists yesterday, um, which for being the level of a point guard that he is, I think that it's just he has to get better with that. But I think what his team needed yesterday warranted him having that stat line. So I'm not going to beat up on him because his team needed him to have that stat line. Jason Tatum played a game. I mean, he, was, he wasn't he was really efficient, um, but he did hit the board strong. And he was just he had a um, he's, he's a plus player yesterday, obviously, but he I think the the biggest concern that Boston has is giving a guy like Jalen Brown twenty minutes and he's a minus fourteen and he gets four points. I mean, Boston has so much talent that that can be a thing. Um, Gordon Hayward five points with twenty eight minutes. It's I don't I don't know, man. I don't I think Boston might end up trying to get rid of Hayward at the end of this year um, or package him for any kind of deal that they. Um, try to make for like Anthony Davis. I don't think Hayward's long for this team. Um, but let's move on to the Lakers Warriors. Um, now, I'll tell you now, I saw highlights from this game. It's a day off. I'm a married man. Got to spend time with my wife. So we watched the movie. But I did see a lot of the highlights from this game. And I know the biggest highlight is and it takes away what actually happened. The biggest highlight is LeBron James gets injured. Now, they're saying he should be out for a few games and come back. But I don't look at that at all. The biggest thing that I look at is that a level of credit has to be given to the Lakers for the defensive stance they took. I mean, the, and the well, they actually got them on both ends because offensively, the Lakers started off hot. But that third quarter when... You just saw, you saw, and I know you felt it, that run where here they come, here comes the Warriors, they're coming, and it was like a one-possession game, and then the Lakers just um, just held them off, kept calm, kept doing it, LeBron wasn't in the game, LeBron was out, he just kept going, and then they just dominated them in the fourth quarter, and um, and that's where having a guy like Rajon Rondo is just so key. I mean, ten assists, zero turnovers in twenty-three minutes. Um, there's not too many guys in the league who can do that. I mean, and anytime Andre Iguodala is your leading scorer as the Warriors, you know, as a team, you're in trouble. I mean, now, granted. He was on fire, but when you got guys of Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, um, Kevin Durant, it's it, it, and they're not scoring that much. That's that's a problem. I think they aim for forty-five points. Um, and the other big issue is, and, um, and the other big issue is, and Bill Simmons actually wrote something up on this on Twitter. I mean, there was a time when you could, you were guaranteed. From Draymond Green, certain numbers, and I'm just gonna really um, try to find it. He was talking about the numbers that you can that you can expect from a guy like Draymond Green. Um, let me see. Okay, here it is. Here it is. So Bill Simmons mentioned that there was a time where you can count on Draymond Green giving you 14 points, 10 boards, seven assists. Um, a night and his shooting would be somewhere in the area of 50 so percent from the field you know 39 percent from three 70 percent from the line and you could count on that every night and now you're in a situation where you can't count on that at all I mean and when I said you can't count on it he wishes he can get those numbers and he's I, I believe he's 29 years old and I think – I have to say that I honestly think Draymond's done. I mean, his defense is nowhere near what he used to being. Um, I, I think because Draymond's an undersized big man, the wear and tear on him is just – I don't think that as a person watching the game, you could fully appreciate what he endures from the wear and tear on his body. And so – I don't know. I mean, I have a feeling that this is dream last year as a warrior uh, because he's gonna want to um, he's gonna want a maxed out deal, and they're not gonna give it to him. I mean, they will be dumb to give it to him, and um, I think this is the da- I think this is the breakup of some of that, um, especially requests to be traded, um, Durant goes to be traded. Um... Durant goes elsewhere, so you're left with just the Splash Brothers, and you kind of see what ends up happening from there. So we'll see. I mean, it's all speculation right now, but let's focus on this season. And the last game of the night, Jazz um, Trailblazers, somebody, I was listening to the Ringer NBA show, and one of the guys said, the Trailblazers right now are the true epitome of the need to get Carmelo Anthony. And I kind of agree. He fits what they're doing. They just need a score. You, um, they're a plus defensive team, so they already have a defensive base. You get, I mean, you you buy into okay. Well, we're not going. I mean, we just need to try to. You buy into the ideal of let's try to outscore some people. Um, you also get a little size. You hope Carmelo can give you 15 to 20 minutes a night and he can he can be a plus player on offense. Um, but the Trailblazers got to do something because the East is a lot harder and they're not the team that they were last year. Um, and the Jazz, they're starting to come out their slump. The only thing is that I, I, I get concerned about with the Jazz is, are they coming out of their slump too late? And um, are they coming out too late? for um, them to have a home court in the West because they've, I mean, they're still kind of middling around that six, I mean, that seven through 10 um, spot in the in the um, West. And I just think that they're going to come out this, I mean, I don't think they're going to be, uh, get a good playoff position, even if they do make this late run. But who knows? We saw teams like the Sixers last year make a nice run and that worked for them. But I just don't see it. Um. But that's all. I mean, I like I said. I just want to kind of keep it to the games, keep it to the basketball, leave the speculation out. Um, and we do speculate, kind of do that responsibly. And like I said, we're going to keep playing with this format. And um, I thank you guys for coming with me on this journey. Hopefully, I think probably on a Monday show we'll probably have. Um, eh, we might or might not have somebody. Um um, on the line or even subbing for me because I will be out of town this weekend. So we'll try, like I said, I'm going to try to keep it as regular as possible. I want to keep it up to date with the games that are being played. Um, and we'll just go from there. Thanks for listening to the next one. Peace. This is Corey. And as always, I'm going to come in with the dirty work at the end of the podcast. We wanted to ask you to please subscribe and rate the podcast because it helps people find the show. Also, if possible, please visit the website gigpodcasting.network for additional info about the family of podcasts. If you would like to support the podcast, check the show notes and click the link. If you can't directly support the podcast, feel free to go to gigpodcasting.network and use our affiliate links to shop as you would normally shop. Our partners have been gracious enough to support us. Please show your support for us by supporting them.